This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord welcoming you to another Did He Really Say That? segment of the Word of the Lord podcast. The authoritarian impeachment farce with its, count them, 75 lies is now on in the United States Senate. I'll have more on this in a second. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. I met Mike Lindell. He fit me for my very own my pillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. And they are made in the good old USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time, because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow regularly, $69.98, for only $29.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener's Square. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, let's be clear. What is happening in the United States Senate is one more disgraceful episode in what has been a four-year-long authoritarian drive to remake America into a fascist state. From big tech to big media to big corporate, the move is on to silence Americans, conservatives in particular, and most particularly former President Trump. So, I have read the impeachment charges now filed against President Trump, and unsurprisingly, I found, and I counted, that it was filled with lies. So many lies, in fact, that I counted them and found the number of lies totaled 75. That's right, in a document that printed out at 77 pages, that meant there was almost one lie per page. I'll be writing this out over at my website, The Jeffrey Lord, listing all 75 lies, but I'll run through a handful of them here on the podcast so you can get a flavor of what's to come if you take the time to tune in to the actual presumably televised proceedings. So let me begin. Lie number one. The very first sentence of the impeachment resolution begins, quote, this trial arises from President Donald J. Trump's incitement of insurrection against the republic he swore to protect, unquote. This is flatly untrue. As I can personally testify, I listened to the president's speech delivered on January 6th behind the White House. I heard it in person. I had a front row seat. Never once did he incite insurrection. He very calmly listed what he believed were the specifics of what was wrong in the counting of the election results. Then he urged his audience to protest, quote, peacefully and patriotically, unquote, if they were marching to the Capitol. And that was it. Never, never once did he urge, a, did he urge violence, much less call for insurrection. To say this is a lie. This leads to lie number two, that President Trump incited a, quote, violent mob, unquote. 
As stated, his speech was completely peaceful, with the president using his First Amendment guarantee of free speech. The crowd that listened to the president was, again, I can personally attest, not violent in the least. In fact, the crowd was listening to rock and roll songs like Gloria and YMCA and dancing and singing. It was the exact opposite of a violent mob. To say otherwise is a deliberate lie. Lie number three, says the president, quote, spent months asserting without evidence that he won on a landslide and that the election was stolen, unquote. In point of fact, the president presented tons of evidence that the election was stolen. Right here in my home state of Pennsylvania, I listened to a televised hearing of the state legislature in which one witness after another presented sworn affidavits testifying to the voter fraud they had personally witnessed. The impeachment charges never mention the quite verified history of voter fraud in Pennsylvania that stretches back, sadly, decade after decade after decade. Here's but one example that is not included in the impeachment charges because they just simply hope you won't know. And I'm going to read the headline from the New York Times from February 19th of 1994. The headline, Vote Fraud Ruling Shifts Pennsylvania Senate. The Times reported the story this way, and I'm quoting, saying Philadelphia's election system had collapsed under a massive scheme by Democrats to steal a state Senate election in November. A federal judge today took the rare step of invalidating the vote and ordered the seat filled by the Republican candidate. In making such a sweeping move, the judge, Clarence C. Newcomer of Federal District Court here in Philadelphia, did for the Republicans what the election had not, enable them to regain control of the state Senate, which they lost two years ago. Judge Newcomer ruled that the Democratic campaign of William G. Stinson had stolen the election from Bruce S. Marks in North Philadelphia's 2nd Senatorial District through an elaborate fraud in which hundreds of residents were encouraged to vote by absentee ballot, even though they had no legal reason, like a physical disability or a scheduled trip outside the city, to do so. In many instances, according to Republicans who testified during a four-day civil trial last week, Democratic campaign workers forged absentee ballots. On many of the ballots, they used the names of people who were living in Puerto Rico or serving time in prison, and in one case, the voter had been dead for some time. Unquote. You got that? The New York Times itself once took detailed notice that a Pennsylvania election had been stolen in a, quote, massive scheme, unquote, of, quote, election, elaborate fraud, unquote, by Democrats. Also not mentioned in the impeachment charges were these two stories from May and July of 2020. The first is this headline from the Philadelphia Inquirer. South Philly judge of elections admits he took bribes to stuff the ballot box for Democratic candidates. The Inquirer's story began, quote, a former judge of elections and Democratic committee person from South Philadelphia has pleaded guilty to accepting thousands of dollars in bribes to inflate the vote totals for three Democratic candidates for common pleas court judge in 2015 and for other Democratic candidates for office in 2014 and 2016, U.S. Attorney William M. McSwain announced Thursday. Dominic J. DeMuro, 73, pleaded guilty to conspiracy to provide, deprive Philadelphia voters of their civil rights by fraudulently stuffing the ballot boxes for the judicial candidates and other and for other candidates seeking office in the 2014 and 2016 primary elections. And he admitted violating the Travel Act, which forbids the use of a cell phone to promote illegal activity, McSwain's office said, unquote. Then there was this related story two months later with this headline in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Quote, 
a former Pennsylvania congressman caught in the 1970s abscam sting, has been indicted again, this time for election fraud, unquote. This gem of a story began this way, quote, A former Pennsylvania congressman convicted in the 1970s AMSCAN investigation was charged Thursday as a result of new allegations that he bribed a poll worker to stuff ballot boxes in local elections. Federal prosecutors said former U.S. Representative Michael Ozzie Myers, now working as a campaign consultant, paid a South Philadelphia judge of elections to fraudulently add votes for candidates who had hired him for their races from 2014 to 2016, unquote. Which is to say, Pennsylvania has a seriously bad record in running an honest election. Over there at David Horowitz's front page magazine, there is chapter and verse about the conduct of the 2020 presidential election in Pennsylvania. It describes in detail what happened with massive numbers of mail-in ballots and absentee ballots. There was solid evidence of illegal backdating of ballots, all of which is to say there was and remains every reason for the president to believe the election in Pennsylvania was stolen. To say otherwise, not to mention impeaching the president for simply saying in his own words, what has been documented by the Pennsylvania State Legislature, is decidedly not inciting an insurrection. On and on go the parade of lies in this impeachment filing. It describes the crowd in front of the president as being, quote, tense, unquote. That is bunk. In fact, I had my phone with me, and I took video of the crowd around me. As mentioned, people were dancing and singing. Not a soul was tense, and to say otherwise is, yes, a lie. Specifically, since we're keeping track, that was lie number five. On and on and on go the parade of impeachment lies. Incredibly, lie number seven blames the president for a, quote, failure to take charge of a decisive security response, unquote, at the Capitol. Newsflash, the president of the United States has no authority over the U.S. Capitol Police. Who does? A committee of the Congress, composed of the architect of the Capitol, the House and Senate sergeants at arms, as well as committees from both houses of Congress. The president has no role whatsoever, as is charged in lie number seven. I'll wind up with lie number 73. It demands that former President Trump be disqualified from, quote, future federal office holding, unquote. In plain English, this means... Speaker Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Schumer are, in fact, trying to steal the 2024 election by literally denying to the American people their constitutional right to vote for any candidate of their choosing in the next presidential election. They are insisting that if that candidate is former President Trump, he cannot run. He should be barred from running, breaking in 2024 what would be the 236-year-old tradition of Americans freely voting for the candidate of their choice. Here's the fact. This coming impeachment trial is a put-up sham. The votes are not there to convict, but the mere fact that this collection of 75 lies is being used to put a former president on trial and steal from the American people their right to vote for him in 2024 tells you everything you need to know about the authoritarian nature of the American left. Whether it is this impeachment farce or big tech censoring Mike my pillows, Mike Lindell, or other conservatives, or big media trying to shut down honest analysis of the 2020 election with the cancel culture, America has a serious problems on its hands. And in this corner, I will be only too happy to expose the people who do this and keep you informed, both here with the Word of the Lord podcast and at my website, The Jeffrey Lord. So, until the next time, keep the faith, America. This is Jeffrey Lord. Thanks for listening. 